0: If you dare. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW report for prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what's going on, fine citizens? Welcome to the Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. So much to get to live here on remote from Boyne Mountain. So many great uh, golf courses up here, you know, great time of year. To be in Northern Michigan and uh, having a blast, but got you know lots to discuss with you, uh, as we love moving the the CityCast out location. I'll tell you this, uh, at a great time. A couple nights ago now, uh, sitting in for my man Tim Murray on the Nightcap on Veasan. That was the first show that I did when I was out there over a year ago, and was an honor to fill in for him and Sean King. Had a lot of fun with producer Aaron, and uh, we fill in for my man Danny Burke next tuesday on rush hour and my man steven jung producer steven's coming on friday for another edition uh, edition three or part three of a seven thousand four hundred and twenty four part series steven stupid ideas to save sports we'll talk a little big 10 expansion as well looking forward to having steven on we bring him on uh every little uh every so often because this is a guy that's got his finger on the pulse hates everything loves everything i'm uh, looking forward to that but Listen, there's a, a lot I want to get to here today. We're going to get to my Wimbledon play of the day. We're going to get to my golf picks for the Barbasol and the Scottish Open. We're getting closer to the Open Championship at St. Andrews. So there really is, you know, it's, it's this kind of dead period overall in sports because no basketball or football or hockey. But we got golf. We got horse racing. We've got, you know, tons of Wimbledon action going on here. We still have that Kyrgios ticket alive, uh, you know, at around 12-1 to 1 to get to the final uh, Djokovic truly tested on Tuesday. So there's, you know, a lot more going on than some of you think there might be. And I'm going to keep giving you the plays to get you cash in your wallet let's take a trip first to the motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at bet rivers at Bet rivers online sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same game parlays every game this baseball season you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect bet rivers combination whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot you could add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers sportsbook app and make your baseball same game parlays today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem. Call one 800 270 7117 Well, listen, I apologize because I gave you the Guardians as a half unit play after the Tigers swept them on Monday, July 4th, on the you know, July 4th holiday. Well, how about the Tigers? 11 to four winners. They own the Cleveland Guardians right now. Yeah, the Tigers still having a very bad year at 33 and 47 and fourth in the AL Central. But Riley Green, Victor Reyes drove in three runs apiece. Eric Hosmer another two, you know, two run homer in this one. He had a, you know, another homer uh, in the nightcap uh, on Monday night. And Drew Hutchinson, who was 0 and 4, uh, is now 1 and 4. Five innings pitch gave up five hits, scattered uh, two runs, one earned and struck out two, and Quantrill drops to four and five for the Indians. And, and you know what? There's not a, a ton of people going out to Coenica Park. The announced attendance on Tuesday night was 16,662, but it's always about two or 3,000 or maybe even more that are there. But you know what? People are having fun out there, and, and that's what it's all about. And this is not a, a Tigers team we thought they would be this year, and maybe they can have a, a really exciting second half at least – Maybe flirt with some kind of run to be in wildcard contention. It's very unlikely to happen, uh, but maybe a four game sweep of Cleveland is in order. Uh, it is Cleveland's A. Shade Bieber. I'm a believer. Uh, three and four on the season with a solid three one seven ERA goes against Michael Pineda, uh, who's now one and three with a three six two ERA. And you know, you look at the the line here at Bet Rivers. And, you know, you're seeing the Guardians around minus 175, the total seven and a half. And I, I thought about, you know, maybe going under this total, but the, the weather's been warm in Detroit. You know, you've got a lot of humidity factors. Balls are jumping out of Comerica Park. This is a day game coming up at 110. And And, and to me, I'm going to stay away from the total. But with the way the Tigers have been playing. And blasting the you know the Guardians. Of course, they they had two close wins. Uh, well, four to one was the the, the opening game on Monday, and then a, a five to three game with that hostile at homer. They made it five to three, but eleven to four with so many people getting in to you know the, the act with the Tigers on Tuesday night. And I mentioned Riley Green is really starting to come into his own, coming off that injury. Already uh, had a walk off. His first homer was a walk off. Uh, you know, Victor Reyes and Riley Green drove in three runs apiece. I mentioned the solid start by Hutchinson. Yeah, Bieber is the Cleveland ace. And, you know, Cleveland has, has been a very interesting team this year. But this is still a team that's over 500. they They're second in the AL Central at 40-39. and 39. But the Tigers kind of seem to have their number. And Pineda has not been terrible. I mean, the guy's got a 3.62 ERA 2 27-innings pitch, not a big sample size. He is 1-3, does have 15 strikeouts and four walks. As opposed to Bieber, of course, has 91-innings pitch as the Indians, or the Guardians, excuse me, Ace, a 317 ERA, a 1.16 whip. Actually, Panay has got a better whip right now at 1.13, but 93 strikeouts, also 22 walks. I think there is value. Half unit value, nothing crazy on the Tigers catching around plus 155 at Bat River. So for me, it's definitely a a half-unit play, nothing crazy. I just think the Tigers, even though it's tough to beat a team four times in a row, they've got the Guardians number. And no reason not to take a little value bet here to try to do the four-game sweep, which is so rare for the Tigers. Then, of course, Detroit will go to the White Sox. Uh, they'll, they'll face them over the weekend in a four-game set. And we'll break all the games down leading into the weekend, including the Thursday game, which is an 8-10 local starter with Breski, who's now 1-6 with a 4-5-4 ERA against uh, Cease, who's 7-3 uh, in 2-5-1 ERA, one of the better pitchers in the American League so far this year. So that's the look at for Thursday right now. So should be interesting to see if the Tigers can sweep the Guardians in the four-game variety. All right, how about Wimbledon? And we have got such a fascinating tournament right now. You know, you look on the men's side, and of course, just an incredible comeback by Djokovic. You can't get surprised about it anymore. There's a reason he's the best player in the world. It has been pretty solidly for the last few years. I mean, he's dialed right there, and obviously Federer's been hurt. But Djokovic is clearly the best player in the world. You know, goes down two sets to Love to center, 7-5, 6-2, and then just kind of smokes him. 6-3, 6-2, 6-2, 6-3, 6-2, 6-2, and Djokovic on to yet another semifinal. And I gave you one of our plays of the day was Cameron Norrie, who in five sets a brilliant match against the veteran David Goffin. Uh, you know, comes back after being down two to one heading into the fourth, wins it 3-6 to 3 and 7-5. And we'll get to the lines for the Garen Kirigos match that comes up, uh, you know, today, as well as Taylor Fritz and Rafa now I'll have my plays for you. I want to play of the day coming up for you in just a minute here. And obviously those will be plays for you uh, that will be there on Friday, uh, or excuse me, on Thursday, because we do it a day ahead to make sure you catch the show. Uh, whatever time you catch it, you can still make the wager for the next day. But then as we, we talked about this, uh, you know, on the Manic Monday show, I liked Jabor in that two-leg parlay uh, along with along with my man uh, Cameron Nori. So that hit, and we are now 15-5 and in Wimbledon play. So feeling good about that. But how about Jabor, a three-set winner uh, after going down to Buzkova, 6-3 in the first, 6-1, 6-1 in the second and third set. And then the all-German matchup with Niemeyer and Marie. And remember, you know, you look at Niemeyer, who took down Heather Watson, the Brit. Uh, Marie took down Ostapenko, the 12th seed. Well, they go three sets. Marie hangs on, wins it 7-5 in the third. And now you've got, uh, you know, the quarter's coming up later today. Tom Janovich, the Australian, against Rybakina, the 17th seed, Simona help, former winner against... Anna Samova it should be fascinating to see what happens there. And of course, the one semifinal set, it'll be Jabour and Marie. Remember, I've been on Jabour's Futures Odds for the last several days, uh, especially before Sweet Attack lost. And then, of course, after she became the favorite. Um, but you look at where we're at with the odds heading into the matches coming up today. And you know, we uh, we have that take ticket to get to the finals. I still feel good about it. Kyrios, a solid favorite against uh, Garen right now, minus 430 against Garen. Uh, plus 330 is Garen, the Chilean, who, of course, had this just incredible. Incredible comeback against Alex Steven We had that 101 ticket on. Uh, so, you know, I feel about that. And then you got Rafa Nadal uh, minus 280, Taylor Fritz plus 220. Those are the two semis coming up later today. I do like a small play on Fritz. Obviously, you might be listening to this after that match goes off, but I like a small play on Fritz. And uh, you got to stay away, obviously, for the Kyrgios match because you already have a big play on that. And then, of course, you got Djokovic and Nori coming up on Thursday. Minus 1700 for Djokovic and Cameron Nori plus. 890. As far as the women's matches go, you've got Tom Jonovic, uh, plus 158, Rob Kino minus 194, Simona Halep, minus 235, and Amanda Anasimova, the American, the lone American left in either side of the draw. Uh, well, I'm sorry, her, Taylor Fritz is still left on the men's side, but the only uh, female left on the women's side of the draw. Uh, I like a half to play on Anisimova. That's my play of the day plus one ninety. Uh, I think that she can definitely get to Halp. Halep is playing some great tennis right now. Former, you know, Wimbledon champion. But I think you look at Anisimova and the way that she's played throughout this tournament. I like a half to play on Anisimova. That's my Wimbledon play of the day. We're fifteen and five. Let's make it sixteen five. By the way, Jabour against Marie, which is a Thursday match. You got Jabour minus nine hundred and Marie plus a five ninety in that one want to check a couple other things for you here. Uh, there's definitely, you know, tons of soccer action going on, a lot of MLS stuff uh, as well. But you do have some, you know, Champions League qualifiers. And, they're, you know, if there's value that I see on some soccer action, I, I love betting soccer. There's definitely, you know, value in doing that in certain situations. We will definitely throw those plays out for you. And then, of course, we got the World Cup coming up later in the fall. I'll have a ton of mm-hmm of World Cup plays for you. I watch pretty much every match. And for it being in Dubai through the time change, I'll be up at all hours. Uh, it's going to be awesome to see what's going on in Dubai. Uh, and then, you know, you look at you know, one other thing I wanted to touch on here, and as I mentioned, we're going to get to my uh, my golf picks, my sizzling golf picks in just a second. But I was looking at the NHL futures odds at Bat Rivers, and you know, no surprise the Avs are favored around five to one right now. Maple Leafs, the second favorite, that's a little bit of a surprise because they can't win playoff series. They're nine to one. And you look at the. You know, the Florida Panthers 10 to 1, the Lightning 10 to 1, Vegas Golden Knights 10 to 1, Hurricanes 11 to 1. You go to the Ken Calgary Flames 18 to 1, Minnesota 18 to 1, the Penguins 20 to 1, Oilers 20 to 1, Rangers 20 to 1, Blues and the Boston Bruins both at 25 to 1. Uh, and you, you look, you go all the way down there, and you have the Red Wings. at seventy to one, the same odds as the Devils, the Sens, and then the Sabers are seventy-five to one. The worst odds, of course, are the Arizona Coyotes, who are terrible. They are plus two hundred and fifty to one. Just for an example, if you laid a dollar on the Coyotes, that's you would two hundred and fifty bucks. It is not going to happen. But I, I was just looking at the Wings, and I'm looking forward to seeing what their win total is going to be because you know they got the new coach. Uh, What a longtime assistant for John Cooper. The great history when you see what Tampa Bay has done, of course, under Stevie Y now under, you know, what they've been able to do since he left almost back to back to back champs. It is, you know, this is a big year for the Red Wings because there's such good young talent and they have a chance to really start moving truly forward. And when you've got, you know, a new man in charge, and all due respect to Palashel, it wasn't working. He was a great guy, but, you know, he can be a great guy, and you still have a job to do. I'm very excited to see what is going to be able to happen with these young kids and having a new voice. A guy that definitely has worked with one of the best in hockey, and Derek Lalonde, uh, you know, the assistant for John Cooper. So... It's going to be very, very, you know, and he was, this is a guy who was a former Toledo Walleye coach, by the way. Uh, stuff he knows the Detroit area. So he is the new coach and, and let's see what he's able to do. Uh, you know, Gerard Gallant, in the first year of Vegas' existence took them to the Stanley cup finals, almost won that. So it should be interesting to see what the can do. You know, it looks like grew in his first season here in Detroit, by the way, there's odds up, uh, at bet rivers for the overall first draft number one draft pick for the NHL draft, which is coming up, uh, Uh, On Thursday, Shane Wright, the odds on favorite, minus around 270. You got Tostkoski at plus 140. Logan Cooley at plus 2100. uh, Simon Nemec at 101, along with Joachim Kemmel and Matthew Savoy, all at 100 to 1. And we'll see who the wings get. We'll definitely break that down for you as well. All right, that is a trip to the Motown. Benny Window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up straight ahead, I will give you... My sizzling golf picks for the two-pronged attack. You got the Barbasol Championship, then you got the Scottish Open, where the big field is playing, guys like Rory McIlroy and you know some of the top players in golf. And then we're just uh, about a week or so away from the Open Championship at Royal St Andrews, the birthplace of golf. We'll have so many different plays for you coming up next week as well. But we'll get to my golf picks for the weekend straight ahead right here on the Detroit CityCast, live from Boyne Mountain. Brought to you by our great friends. At Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117. Well, you got the rare two-pronged affair uh, on the PGA Tour. you got the Barbasol Championship in Kentucky. That's got, uh, obviously, a, a kind of a weak field, very similar to what we had uh, last week in the, the John Deere. And, you know, it's all due respect. You still have great players, some of the best in the world, but nothing compared to what you have at the Scottish Open with a bunch of guys getting ready for the Open Championship. We're going to start with the Scottish Open. And here are, are your lines. Here's where we're at. Uh, at Bet River, Scotty Scheffler the favorite, along with John Rahm, around 11 to 1. That's kind of fluctuating between 11 to 1, 10 to 1, you know, 11.50. Justin Thomas 12 to 1. Matthew Fitzpatrick 18 to 1, along with Xander Shoffley. Patrick Cantley 24 to 1, along with Will Zell-Torres. You know, how I feel about him. Colin Morikawa at 26 to 1. Sam Burns 27 to 1. Cam Smith 28 to 1. Jordan Spieth at 29 to 1. And then you get to Hideki Matsuyama and Victor Hovland at 34 to 1 and a play of ours will be our man Tommy Fleet. We'll get to him in a minute. He's a 37-1. to 1. But we've discussed this on the show before. I think it's really important that people understand this. You're identifying players, and we're going to talk much more about this, obviously, you know, at the end of this week leading to next week, identifying players that you think have the best chance to win next week at the Open Championship. And we've done this during the season with the PGA. We've done it during the season with the U.S. Open. If there is someone that is going to win the week before there is very little chance I have taken them to go back-to-back. And vice versa, if there's someone that I really think has a great chance to win the Open Championship and definitely would be in the mix of the Scottish Open, if they don't win the Scottish Open, then of course they're going to be a big play the following week for the Open Championship. So I was looking at the, the list, and, and you know... You know that the way that I look at golf and the reason we've had so, so much success this, you know, this year and going back several years is because I'm looking for value. I'm not taking favorites often. Majors can be a little different. Like when we backed up with Scheffler uh, in the Masters, obviously that came through. But you know, you look at Scheffler and, and Rom and Thomas and Fitzpatrick and Shoffley, the top five, you know five odds guys. I, I'm going to stay away from them. I'm going to look for someone further down the track because I believe those guys are you know right there with great chances to win the Open Championship at Royal Standard. So there's a few plays I have when it comes. to to the Scottish Open. One guy that I think this course could really fit well that has played such great golf all year long is Sam Burns. You can get Sam Burns at 27 to 1. And I just, there's just something that is. You know, with some of the numbers I've been reading and some of the strokes gained approach, some of the strokes gained putting, that Sam Burns really lines up well uh, with this course out in Scotland. So I like Sam Burns for a full unit play at 27 to one. I mentioned Tommy Fleetwood, kind of in a way flying under the radar. Remember how good he was a couple of years ago? Kind of has had some issues the last couple of years during the COVID issues uh, and not playing as much, but he's really quietly starting to put some stuff together. And I love his value. He plays very well when he's in Europe. 37-1 to 1 for Tommy Fleetwood, so it's a full unit play on Tommy Fleetwood as well. And then we've gone with this this guy before. I don't think he's going to win the Open Championship, but he's definitely capable of really putting together a solid four days and getting you some great value at 45-1. to 1. I think Tyrell Hatton sets up very, very well with the course that the Scottish Open is going to be held on. Uh, it's going to be held at the Renaissance Club in North Berwick. You look at a guy, when it comes... To, uh, you know, just having the ability to go tee to green, you know, good around the greens. I like the value with Tyrell Hatton at forty-five to one. So there's our three plays, all full. You to play Sam Burns at twenty-seven to one. We've got Tommy Fleetwood at thirty-seven to one, and then we've got Tyrell Hatton. At 45 to 1. Now we go to the Barbasol. Barbasol being held in Kentucky, obviously, much weaker field. You know, kind of like last week when you had guys like Charles Howell III as the fifth favorite. How about Kevin Streelman? He is the favorite at 16 to 1. I know that a lot of you that follow golf know who he is, but many that are kind of fringe fans, maybe like my picks or, you know, like trying to make some money on value, maybe never even heard of Kevin Streeland. Christopher Goderup, who's been playing some decent golf in the last month or so, he's the second favorite at 18 to 1. Adam Svensson, 21 to 1. Uh, the third favorite, Mike Harmon, twenty-two to one. Uh, Taylor Penrith, who of course had some nice moments, you know, throughout this season, uh, has definitely been in, in, in flirting in some situations, not contending per se, but flirting with a chance to contend. He is twenty-two to one. Patton Kaziri, who's been very up and down this year, he's twenty-eight to one. Then you got Chesson Hadley, a former winner on the tour, at thirty-one to one. Hayden Buckley, thirty-one to one. Sam Ryder, thirty-one to one as well. Uh, but I'm looking at a few guys when it comes to the barbersaw, and I'm telling you, it's a lot tougher but there's so much more value when you've got a field of weaker players. There's not a clear favorite where there's guys like Charles Howell III uh, and obviously, you know, others that just are – Guys that never would be even close to favored uh, are the top five or ten of the odds boards uh, when it was, you know, a regular tournament with a full PGA field or a major or something like that. So it's all about these are the tournaments where I love the most, trying to find some sweet value down the trough. Uh, because, I, you know, even though you're getting decent odds for Kevin when at 16-1 to as opposed to like what a normal favorite would be, I'm looking way further down the list. I got three plays for you here. They're all one-unit plays. I love my man James Hahn. He's played some good golf the last couple of months. I think this course fits him very well, uh, and I think that he's coming in with the right kind of attitude, uh, having some solid results as of late. So James Hahn played well, at uh, you know, times last week in the John Deere. 42-1, to 1, it's a one unit play for me with my man James Hahn. Vaughn Taylor is another guy who I think with these kind of mid-level fields really seems to show some strong golf. Uh, you know, over and over again, you can get Von Taylor around 50 to 1 at Bat Rivers. So I'm definitely a full unit play on Von Taylor. And then I'm going to go much further down the list. For some real good value, Bryce Garnett at 65 to one. Just for an example, let's say your units, you know, $50. You lay $50 on Bryce Garnett at 65 to one. You're running $3,250. I like the way this course will fit his game. Very solid with his irons. The guy's a good putter. Uh, when the putter gets hot, it can be very, very deadly for Bryce Garnett. So those are the three plays. Bryce Garnett at 65 to one for a full unit play. Vaughn Taylor at 50 to one for a full unit play, and James Hahn at four two to one and just for blanks and blanks just think about doing this for a dollar a couple two leg parlays we, we haven't had many chances to do this this season we did it earlier in the year when there was uh dual events uh you know i think it was two or three months ago just look at what this let's just say for example you take bryce garnett in the Barbasol. And then you go over to the Scottish Open, and you're gonna put it. You're gonna put all these guys, kind of like a Rod Robin for a dollar each. You're gonna put all the guys that I like for the Barbasol with all the guys that I like for the Scottish Open. Let's just say, just for example, Bryce Garnett along with Sam Burns, and you put them together, one dollar would win you eighteen hundred and forty seven dollars. So listen, uh, I don't think that most of you have an issue with unit wise spending a dollar bet. Take this, all the you know three picks on each side. Give them all each other, you know, Rob Robbins, you know, player one with player one, player one with player two, player one with player three, and then two with player one, two with player two, two with player three, vice versa. So you've got all the different combinations uh, won't cost you much money, but basically uh, some of these payouts one dollar is gonna win you 30, three, three, dollars, and it's just a fun way to kind of keep yourself invested. And dare I say, you find a way to get through and win both of these tournaments on a dollar bet, you're gonna win well over, you know, sixteen to three or four thousand dollars based on who you parlay them together. So uh, I just recommend doing that for fun. It's a dollar bet. I'm not trying to, you know, break your bank or anything, but you know, it can happen. And you hit both those guys for a dollar, you're winning. A ton of money. All right. It's going to do it for us here today, up here at Boyd Mountain on location with the. Detroit CityCast brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. We have much more coming up on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the CityCast. We'll continue to talk Wimbledon as well as what's going on with the golf tournament. And then, of course, on Fantastic Friday, my man Stephen Jung, my great producer, is coming out. we got a lot to get to with him, and we'll get you ready for the sports weekend. And by the way, programming notes starting next Monday for the rest of the summer. It's going to be Michigan Mondays. We're going to have a focus on both Michigan State and Michigan football on every Monday, whether it's stories coming out of camp, whether it's updated odds. You know, if there's players that are injured, we'll give you all the flavor and all the, uh, uh, you know, just excitement as it builds towards another college football season. So Michigan Mondays will start uh, this coming Monday. It will also focus a lot on the Lions in the NFC North later in the week on Thursdays and Fridays as we get closer and closer to training camp and the start of the NFL season. Almost 50 or so days away from the NFL and college football getting going. And of course, college football starts first, and then the NFL foul suit. Still preseason uh, will be going on when some college football is going on. But then, of course, uh, September is when the NFL gets going. Can you believe we're almost there? It has definitely been as fast as it was last year, which I love, because a couple years ago it seemed like it took forever to get from the end of basketball and hockey and, of course, the football season itself to get to the next year and get the football action going, which doesn't get any better, and we're here for you for everything. Post-game reaction, we'll have lots of guests throughout the year, like we did last season on the, the Detroit CityCast, so really looking forward to that. Alright, until next time, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, live from Boyne Mountain in beautiful Harbor Springs. Out of here!